0: Misfits in the Book of Mormon is now available on Amazon.com. Who were some of these misfits in the Book of Mormon? And what can we learn from them about belonging in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? And how can we fill a stronger sense of belonging with Christ? You can find out more by reading Misfits in the Book of Mormon, now available on Amazon.com. You could also check out my other books, including Oh Lord, My God, The Jesus You Need to Know, The Prodigal Son, and I Survived, Now What? Finding Meaning from Loss. Hello and welcome back to Misfits in the Church, a show designed to help individuals who struggle with belonging in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. My name is Jerry Cook, and I hope that you're having a wonderful day and that it's only going to get better. Today, we have a very special guest with us, someone whom I love dearly. It is Sarah Cook. You want to say hello?
1: Hello, thanks for having me.
0: You betcha. So grateful for my wife for coming. Like I said, coming up on our 30th anniversary, and so, so grateful for her. She recently had an experience, and I'm just going to go ahead and turn the time over to her of what she learned, what she experienced, and uh, how she was able to cope with that. So take it away, Sarah.
1: Well, thank you for letting me have this opportunity. I was sitting in sacrament meeting, Jerry and I were sitting in sacrament meeting, and, you know, during the normal sacrament, Process, I went to reach for the sacrament bread, and what was needed for me was not there. And so, we asked the deacon to get us the gluten free option. And he approached, you know, the sacrament table a little bel- bewildered and confused. And the priest looked bewildered and confused. And as that whole process t- transpired, I felt my face turning red. I felt my body tense. I felt a lot of stress and shame and embarrassment because the whole sacrament meeting stopped for me for one piece of gluten-free bread, actually rice chucks. And that one piece had to be blessed again or for the first time for me and everyone was looking around wondering why the sacrament had stopped and why um all of a sudden this little cup of rice checks was being blessed and the whole process was just so embarrassing and so awkward and at that moment i really felt like a misfit i have been eating gluten free for probably since 2004 and so it's been almost 20 years and yet this was the first time I had felt so awkward.
0: Yeah and I one of the things that I wanted to add a little bit here is for a long time we had been bringing our own gluten-free bread and showing up early so that we could get our you know our bench (laughs) or our pew and also to make sure that the gluten-free bread was available and over time the, I don't know if it was a policy or if it just became a standard practice that they started providing rice checks, which is gluten free. And uh, so we assumed that it would be there, even though, you know, for many months we had been providing ourselves. But uh, again, we were told that it would be there and we didn't know that it wasn't there until they were actually passing the sacrament.
1: So, once they blessed that little cup of rice checks, it was a minister to me. And as that blessing um, transpired, I felt the Spirit um, impress upon me that that sacrament ordinance was a one by one experience. That little piece of rice checks um, that represented the body of Christ was for me, and that I was the one that. Um, I didn't need to be ashamed. That the ordinance and the renewing of my covenants was so important that it was worth stopping the whole meeting for. And that as I repented, that repentance process was one by one and one me and the Savior. And that as I forgive, forgave other people and worked through that, that was me working through the forgiveness process with me and the Savior. And that all of the covenants that we make are one on one with us and with each of us and the Savior. And even though I felt like such a misfit in that process, it also taught me such an important lesson that whether or not um, whether or not it was embarrassing, I, I felt such uh, an important lesson that that the ordinances the covenants, that the atonement that Jesus Christ performed that allowed for all of the saving ordinances are for each of us individually. And that was worth it. It was worth all the shame. It was worth all the embarrassment. It was worth all the, you know, redness in my face. And it was worth all the questioning glances. All those things were worth it to learn that one important lesson that those one-on-one experiences with the Savior are eternally important.
0: I love I love um, how you share that, Syrah, for a lot of different reasons. One is because I think as misfits, we often feel alone, or sometimes we might feel ashamed of who we are. We might feel like we're unique, or we're different from other people, and we might feel like we're the only one. And yet, at the same time, that's that's what the Gospel of Jesus Christ was all about that he went to the one he visited the one he taught the one he and, and especially blessed and he healed the one and th- whether it's covenant keeping or being healed I think the message that I that that means so so much to me is that the one is who is most important he sacrificed his life and he bore all people's sins, and yet he did it for the one. And that, I, I think your story really just kind of magnified that that lesson for me. So that was cool, thank you so much.
1: Thanks for letting me share.
0: It, it's been a, a little while since Sarah and I had that opportunity to do the recording together, and I had a couple other thoughts that I wanted to share very bri- briefly. And I think about the worth of a soul. A worth of a soul is great. And again, just, just this concept that the one is so important to our Savior, Jesus Christ. And I also think about how Jesus frequently taught about leaving the 99 to find the one. I don't think that the one who is lost lost is, is always the one who, let's say, quit going to church or the one who has sinned. Although that's certainly applicable, of course. I also think that sometimes the the lost sheep, the one who is lost and that needs to be found, is sometimes the one who isn't necessarily alone, but the one who, who feels like they're alone. And that it's through the gospel of Jesus Christ that we could be brought back into his fold, not only physically, but also emotionally. I'm so grateful for the gospel of Jesus Christ and grateful that he... He provides a gospel to misfits like you and me and everyone else who struggles with belonging at times in the Church of Jesus Christ of of Latter-day Saints. And I just hope that you have a a wonderful day, and I'll connect with you a little bit later on. Take care. (laughs) Bye-bye.